Welcome back, everybody. We're going to start momentarily. It's Erev Shabbos. It's time to turn Friday into Erev Shabbos. So get ready and be ready. That's the siren. Shabbos is coming. It is time to turn Friday into Erev Shabbos. Welcome back to our weekly series. As we transform our Friday, we transform those moments from chaos, hustle and bustle, into peace and serenity to welcome Shabbos from the proper place. I want to thank our generous sponsors and dear friends, Mendy and Tzipora Fishman, as Chutzver Chai Rivka Bas and in memory of Rabbi Lord Jonathan Sachs, Rabbi Yaakov Tzvi Ben David Arya, I want to begin with an insight of Rabbi Sachs on Erev Shabbos. It is a short insight. I saw a quoted, someone turned it into a meme, and yet short, but like so many of Rabbi Sachs's insight, insights, packs a powerful punch. And it is that Rabbi Sachs wrote that Shabbos is the day that we stand still to let all our blessings catch up with us. What did he mean by that? Shabbos is the day that we stand still to let our blessings catch up with us. And I want to suggest to you that he meant the following, and I want to suggest it based on an insight on our parsha. I mentioned this briefly in the parsha class, but I want to elaborate on it for a moment. At the end of our parsha, Parsha's Chayi Sarah, Eliezer is sent on a mission to bring back a wife for Yitzchak, and he completes his mission. He finds Rivka, he brings her home, she meets all the criteria and the qualifications. Not only that a miracle is done for her, revealing or affirming her righteousness, but she herself exhibits the kindness. Eliezer was not looking for a size two. Eliezer was not looking for yichus. Eliezer was not looking at the parents' bank accounts. Eliezer was not looking at some of the superficial, foolish criteria that are used today. Eliezer's criteria, which should be the model for us, were, is she kind? Is she sensitive? Is she thoughtful? Is she giving? And of course, he succeeds, he comes back. And Eliezer tells Yitzchak, the Eved tells Yitzchak, as called Devarim, all the things Asher saw that he did. Says Rashi, what were all the things that he, Eliezer, did? Says Rashi, He told him about the miracles that happened. It normally would have been a long journey to get from where Eliezer was with Avram to Rivka, Besuel, and Lavan, and yet, it took only three hours. And he merited the miracle that he found Rivka. Bitfilaso with his prayers. And the question is, why is Eliezer taking credit? These are God's miracles. The fact that he had a kvitzas aderach and it took him a short amount of time, the fact that he found Rivka, the fact that the water rose to reveal her greatness, these were God's miracles. What do you mean? Hadvarim asher asa, the things that he did. Rav Yisrael Meir Druk Shlita in his Eish Tamid says, you know why Eliezer's taking credit? Rashi gives us a hint. Rashi tells us with his last word, says Rashi, bitfilaso with his prayers. What Eliezer was saying to Yitzchak is, yes, miracles happened, but you know what precipitated them? You know what caused them and stimulated them? My prayers, my tefillos. And so I can ke'ilu take credit. Yes, he acknowledges God. Yes, he thanks Hashem. But he could ke'ilu take credit for them because he says, my prayers. You know, all too often, we daven for our health, our well-being, our children. We pray for fertility and livelihood and peace in our homes. We pray for all the kinds of things that are the most worthwhile that we should be praying and davening for. But you know what happens? The next day we move on and we daven for the next thing. And do we ever stop and pause and say that the blessings of today are an answer of yes to the prayers of yesterday? Do we ever stop and say, Hashem, thank you. Do you know I daven for this and you came through? 
Before I move on to my next prayer, before I ask my next request, before I submit my next supplication, let me pause for a moment and say thank you. Thank you for answering yes to yesterday's prayers. Do we ever pause for a moment to celebrate, to lean in, to experience and express gratitude for the yes that we got for the prayers of yesterday? Too often we fail to do so. And I think perhaps that's what Rabbi Lord Jonathan Sachs, so irreplaceable, whose Shiva concludes, and yet the loss of the world will fill that void forever, that he captured in that one sentence, Shabbos is the day we stand still and let all our blessings catch up to us. We have so many blessings. We have the blessing of our livelihood. We have the blessing of our children, of our family. We have the blessing of our health. But we're operating at such a super speed where an object that's always in motion that we don't pause to stop and say, thank you for that blessing. Thank you for answering that prayer. So you know what Shabbos is, my dear holy Arab Shabbos friends? My dear, holy, Lakovid Shabbos friends, do you know what Shabbos is? Shabbos, we stop the momentum. Shabbos, we press pause on this supersonic speed that we're operating in. Shabbos, we hesitate, we pause and we stop and we say, let the blessings catch up with me. Let me find out for my family about their week, about school, about work, about their interactions. Let me look at the blessings I have about my health and what happened to me. Let me appreciate the gifts that I have, the delicacies I'm enjoying that I was able to earn and acquire and cook. Let me thank Hashem for the people who helped prepare and present. We let the blessings catch up because if we're an object that's always in motion, then the brachas can't catch up. They can't keep up. Then we don't ever pause to say thank you for the yes on the prayers of yesterday. And I love that image. The idea that Shabbos is the day that we pause to let the blessings of our life catch up with us. What a beautiful, what a magnificent image. Okay, let's get back to what we've been studying for the last five minutes of today. And then Shabbos is coming. You heard the siren. We got to get going. So Shabbos is coming. So I want to share a new interpretation of the Neshama Yisera. What does it mean to have this extra endowed soul that we say since Chazal? This is not Chasidus Neo Chasidus Hibijibi. This is not some newfangled, new age idea that we have an additional soul. It's traced back to our rabbis. It is sourced in the Talmud itself. Viarizal. The Arizal said, you know what the Neshama Yisera, the Arizal is a great Kabbalist. The Arizal, Rav Yitzchak Gloria said, you know what the great, what it means to have an additional soul. The Gemara in Shabbos, Daf Pechas, the Talmud in Tractate Shabbos, page 88 says, When the Jewish people, when we stood at Sinai and we received the Torah, the greatest gift from Hashem in the most seminal moment of all time. And normally people are told, do you accept this? And they say, what's in it? Let me find out. First, tell me the deal, and then I'll tell you whether I'm willing to accept it. We didn't say that. What did we say? Famously, there's iconic words, the iconic words of Nasa Vinishma. First, we said, I'm in. I'll do it. Now, Vinishma, tell me what you want me to do. So the Gemara tells us that when the Jewish people so beautifully, so virtuously preceded Nasa to Nishma, they said, I'm in, before we even knew what it entailed, Kashur Lahem Shneik Sarim. Angels came down and they tied two crowns. They gave us crowns on each of our head. But when we made the mistake, when we made the fateful error, when Moshe came down from the mountain and he saw that in such a short time, on our honeymoon, on our wedding night, we were cheating on God. We built an ego. We were worshiping a golden calf so soon after standing under the chuppah called Harsinai and making that romantic commitment. What happened? He said, give me back the ring. Give me back those crowns. 
We had just stood under the mountain called Har Sinai, and Hashem tied these crowns to our head, reflecting as if giving us a ring, proposing, betrothing. We had this romantic connection, this promise. And when we cheated on Hashem, when we had infidelity, disloyalty, so Hashem came, He took those crowns. He said, give me back the ring. And He gave it to Moshe. Moshe took all the crowns. We say in our davening on Shabbos, Yismach Moshe, I'm not going to do the Svardi Chazan version of Yismach Moshe. I will spare you all. I don't want to break my microphone or my computer. Yismach Moshe b'matnat chelko. Yismach Moshe b'matnas chelko. Moshe was overjoyed. He was so happy b'matnas chelko in the gift of his portion. He only wanted his portion. Matnas chelko. He wanted his portion. He didn't want the crowns of the 600,000. He didn't want to profit off of the Jewish people's poor judgment and mistake. So what did he do? Every Shabbos, we revisit Har Sinai. Every Shabbos, we get to put the crown back on. Every Shabbos, we get to slip the wedding ring back on. Every Shabbos, we re-earn, we return to a place of purity and innocence, a place of commitment and devotion. Every Shabbos, that Neshama Yisera, that's how the Arizal understands the Neshama Yisera. For the Arizal, for the great Kabbalist, the Ari, the Neshama Yisera, the extra, the endowed soul is going back to our Sinai, going back to the innocence, going back to the purity, going back to the period and the point before we made that critical mistake. And the Chernobyl, Parshas Noach, and the Chida, and so many others. This notion that Shabbos, those crowns weren't taken from us forever. That relationship, there wasn't tension put on it forever. Shabbos, we go back. Shabbos, there's reprieve. Shabbos, we have this incredible ability to have a time machine, to go back in time to the point in the relationship before we place the damage to it, to put the crown back on, to go back to that place of love and romance. Love and romance. The Neshama Yisera we get on Shabbos, we lose. Those crowns come off and the ring comes off. There's a little more to say on this, but as people are putting their ties on and lighting their candles and getting ready to go, we're running out of time. I have, I'm now entered the hour before Shabbos. In some places, they're entering Mincha, which is making it more complicated, but we will persevere. The holy Arab Shabbos Jews that we get together want to wish everyone a happy, a healthy, and the holiest of Shabbases. Have a beautiful, beautiful, restful, peaceful Shabbos. Enjoy the crown on your head. Enjoy the purity and innocence of that relationship. Enjoy the trip and the journey back to our Sinai and to start it all over again, afresh and anew. Have a great Shabbos. Ay, ay, Shabbos. Have a great Shabbos, everybody. Here comes the siren. You know what that means? Go get ready for Shabbos.